You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Wasn't sure if you were gonna make it there, buddy. Oh my god! I, I know. I just love having allergies. It's great. It is. It is great. My eyes just felt like they were just stinging. They were just. I felt like I was gonna have a red beam come out of them, like Cyclops or something. <laughs> That's just what it felt like. Oh well, red beam, but from my nose. <laughs> That's what it's been like the last week. I know, man. I know. Now, thankfully, it is raining. Maybe some of the pollen will be washed away. No, it won't. Yeah, I'll just come back in fuller force. Yeah, who are we kidding here? They'll it's... come back and in greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And you know who else is back? Us, your two lovable hosts here on another episode of G4D, aka Grounds for Discussion. And you know who's also back too? Apparently, Shaka Khan. Yes, she is. One of our albums we're going to be talking about today. Yes. I'm very excited to talk to you about Chaka Khan's latest album, Hello Happiness. But wait, there's more. Oh. Not only will we be talking about Chaka Khan's latest album, but we'll also be talking about the latest album from Jessica Pratt with the album Quiet Signs. Oh, geez. Did yep, I just... that's it. That's it. Okay. All right. Sorry. <gasps> I was looking it up on my phone, but then I lost it and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to look like a very badly prepared host here. Bad prepared host. Bad. That's uh, okay. You're good. And and me, I, I can't ever be unprepared because the fans out there, they will not appreciate that. They sure won't. All right. They, they go to you for the jokes. They go to Adam. Say hello to the beautiful people, Adam. Hi. They go to John for, for everything else. Yeah. yeah. I, I serve you up. You knock it out of the park. That's how it always Pshoo! is. That, that's our routine. All right. I am the George Costanza to your Jerry Seinfeld. And good news, folks. I still have the amazingly sexy voice. We have no new fans of the week. Oh, well, that's okay. You, you, you've you been wanting that review to stay there. I mean, so I'm good let's with Let's be honest. You know. <laughs> but hey, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music if you want to check out all of our episodes and our website, g4dpodcast.com. And hopefully one day Spotify. <laughs> At some point, right? Yes. I feel like we should just resubmit because I feel like all these other podcasts are on Spotify now. Well, I think at one point they were trying to be hesitant about who they allowed. Well, now they're they're letting anyone in these yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like we should be there too. We deserve to be there. Dang it. I agree. We. What, what makes all these other podcasts unworthy, huh? <laughs> I don't. I I think we've got a good thing going here. All right. I think so. Look, they stream music. We talk about music. So I think there's a good connection right there. I'm checking Twitter right now. Oh, no. Weezer put out two more songs for their new album, the Black Album, <clears throat> High as a Kite and Living in L.A. Sure. And Living in L.A. has a music video that spoofs Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. What? Ugh. None of that makes any sense. You know, look at Rivers. It looks like a little Mr. Rogers. Oh. <laughs> sure. Uh Remember the 80s? Nostalgia? Uh, nostalgia? Nostalgia? Ugh. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. 
Yep. More nostalgia. More nostalgia. Hey, it's what the cool kids like. Hey, speaking of nostalgia, should we talk about this Shaka Khan album? Oh, boy. All right. So for those of you who've been living under a rock and have never heard of Shaka Khan, she's best known in the mainstream for her superb 1984 cover of Prince's I Feel You. And she would later on have a very, very successful career, really doing quite a lot. She even was with a band at one point called Rufus. I think that's how you say it. Not Ruffus, right? She's done a lot of big hits. Yeah, she has. Exactly. Ain't nobody loves me better. Great, great stuff out there. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on her stuff, but there's no doubt that Chaka Khan has earned her place in history as a formative R&B singer. And now she's back with an album called Hello Happiness. And now this is a short album but it's kind of a triumphant return for her welcome back and she's working with a big producer on this album uk producer switch and i have some thoughts about this album adam quite a few thoughts and i'm sure that you do too do you want to take it away first (laughs) (laughs) it's like no room for a good review when you start off you know how like people were upset when disco came out and they were like this is the end of music Disco, yeah. So picture disco with like EDM elements, and this is kind of what you get. And it's more confusing than it is enjoyable. And it starts off on a pretty high note. the The title track, "Hello Happiness," it's a good song. It's it's grooving. It kind of gets her back in the swing of things. It's kind of funk. Kind of you hear some production elements. You're just like, okay, that's there. And then it just kind of goes on this downward, like funk. EDM <laughs> beeps and boops noises. It's like Shaka Khan was kind of like, what are the trends today? Oh, beeps and boops. Okay, I can do some beeps and boops and confusing things. I just It's kind of like she takes everything what makes her great, her voice, you know, the R&B kind of elements and funk style and just ruins it with like super super cliché like lyrics and sounds and those bleeps and boops, man. So the queen, the queen of funk returns, and she's not the problem with this album at all. Completely agree with you on that. She's having fun. She's upbeat. She's living her best life at this point. And you can tell that she's really into what she's doing. None of what she's singing really will come as a surprise to longtime fans. None of the lyrics are especially deep. She rhymes sadness with happiness. So... You're you're gonna have to, you know, kind of just go along with some certain things here. So it's a little bit cheesy. It's a little, you know, not really any real depth here. But that's all right. I don't think anybody's coming into this album expecting that. But she, for all that she brings to this album, and I think she really brings it at some points because man, yeah, her voice sounds fabulous. Yes, agreed, agreed. By the way, there was some hesitation how you said that. Her voice sounds fabulous. fabulous. And she's not the problem at all. She really is not. Switch and whoever else he brings on board from a production standpoint here is what brings this album down for me. It actually starts out pretty decent. Yeah. With the title track, A Hello Happiness. And you're kind of like, all right, you know, it's, you know, not anything really crazy special, but she's having a good time and I'm having a good time along with her. There's worse she could have done. 
Yes, there is. But yeah, going back to what you're saying, just the production elements on this thing are just very confusing and just, I felt like she was kind of like, I want it to sound this way, but this producer was like, hey, that's cool, but like, let's add some like cool stuff. It's like, this is going to sound awful, futuristic disco music. Yes. Like, kind of like, it's got the disco elements, but what the kids are bopping to these days, oh, Shaka Khan, trust me, like, you want this in your music. And she's just like, okay, we can try it and... This is an album that would have been better served with a live band as opposed to all these electronic instruments. Yeah, nothing sounds very genuine. No, it doesn't. On it. And there are points where it's just, it's too much. Like, let's add in this crazy sound effect just out of nowhere. Yeah. Let's keep on layering on all these different sounds and going all over the place. Like, the roadmap for this album is like one sharp turn here and then a sudden stop and then you're going up into a you know vertical climb and then all of a sudden you're crashing into a wall like it's just it's all over the place yeah i i feel like too for a funk album you know a lot of the elements you know you got your keyboard you got your bass you got your rhythmic guitars your drums i feel like there are those instruments on this album but it's amplified like there's two different guitars doing two different things the guitar sounds like a big instrument in this album yes it it is it, whatever setting they're using, it's just clashing with everything. And like it does. This bright, frilly, like... <laughs> like, there's one song where it just goes... He just does, like, a chromatic thing down, like... <laughs> I'm just like, what? Okay, sure. Yeah, there's some really questionable things that go on here. And it's a shame because otherwise, if they kind of had... I don't want to sit here and say played it safe, but just didn't try too hard. I don't think that's the issue i think they're just trying to incorporate too many elements into it it's fine to be a little experimental but the experimental parts don't work because it doesn't fit in with the context of the song like mm. you know like i'm trying to think let's think of a good funk song right like brick house right oh she's a brick <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah in funk music you gotta let something shine and it can't be the experimental parts of it. It's got to be that guitar. Like there's a there's a beat, there's a rhythm that focuses on it, and this doesn't focus on that. It focuses on the other trippy elements. Now there are some pretty decent bass lines in this. Yeah, bass lines are great. You know, and that's a key part of it too. Her voice is great. I just, man, it's just it's amazing how much this production brings down this album. What else has this guy produced? Oh, jeez, I'm drawing a blank off the top of my What's head. What's his name, Switch? Yeah, Switch. While you're looking that up, I'll continue my thoughts here. It's just, it's one of those kind of things where she is still at the kind of level that you would expect out of Chaka Khan. Again, you know, she's a seasoned pro at this time, so I think any longtime fans aren't going to be surprised. You know, and the lyrics that are there... You know, like there's a song about being so hot, and she kind of just goes, so hot, so hot, so hot, so hot, again oh, and wow. again. So he worked with Major Lazer on Guns Don't Kill People, That's Lazers right. Do. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, he also worked a lot with MIA. That's right. That's right. I mm, Thank you for looking that up. I knew there was something obvious that I was missing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting choice to bring him on. I don't think it was the right choice. And this is one of those kind of cases where the right producer can make or break an album and unfortunately in this case it's what breaks it because honestly she does her part and she does her part well she is not at all the problem that's here i mean yeah there's the cheese ball factor you know 
talking about being in love and dancing to, you know, shake away your blues and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, okay, sure. It, it, if you were expecting anything less, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff that I knew I was going to be getting coming into this. But really, I, I, I'm really glad this album was very short. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think we can jump into our final thoughts here. It's there are elements that work, but for the most part, the elements that don't work are the things that really, really bring this album kind of down. And we're not hating on Shaka Khan and her talents and her abilities, but I think just you know going back to what you're saying, the produce, the production on it, and the sounds, it just doesn't work. Hello Happiness is good, and it's like, okay, she's here, but the rest of it's just kind of skippable. So I'm going to give this guy a stream it. I'm right there with you with the stream it. It's never anything that's, like, painful to listen to. No. But... It's more questionable, just like... Yes. If I'm laughing during an album, that's probably not good. No, it's not. It's For me, it ranged between laughing at it and just being like, why was that necessary? Like, just kind of scratching my head. Yeah. I, I don't understand completely what he was trying to go for here. Other than that, it's, you know, oh, we're kind of jamming out and we're loose in the studio. And Yeah, hey. there's a couple songs that kind of go over the five-minute limit that really didn't need it. And, I mean, this is a short album to begin with. It's under a half an hour. It's like 27 minutes, only seven tracks on there. So if you have a song that feels long on a short album, you're doing something wrong. You're really doing something wrong. It's just disappointing just how much he brings it down. Instead of complimenting her, Mm -hmm. he just kind of felt like, all right, no, we need to elevate this more. We need to get crazy and get nuts with it. Get crazy and nuts with Diplo and MIA and all that. That's where it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But not with Chaka Khan. Like, the whole funk aspect kind of gets lost a little bit at some points, and it almost becomes a bit of an experimental album yeah as much as i love experimental music it but you gotta you gotta do her. it right you gotta mix it right you can't just do a like out of no not out of nowhere but it's got to fit within the context of the song and sound appealing in the song too or you know hey we're going to change up things towards the end of the song by having your voice have an echo on it like doing things like that it's like all right like that's not it's not enough that's not it doesn't add up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's disappointing to say that. Really, really is. I, I still think it's worth a listen. Yeah, definitely. And for those of you who haven't listened to it are like, I don't understand what these guys are talking about. Just, just listen to the album. You'll you'll get it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's one thing to talk about. It's another thing to listen to it. It's like actually listening to it and seeing it in context. It's a whole nother level. Okay. Well, our next album actually comes from a recommendation from one of our listeners, Ryan. Shout out to our buddy, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. So we are going to be talking about the latest album from Jessica Pratt. And the album is called Quiet Signs. Now, Jessica Pratt, for those of you who do not know, she is a West Coast-based singer-songwriter, very much in the folk genre. Her style is very minimalistic. It's very reserved. And she has been around since about 2012 with her self-titled debut. She's gotten, you know, comparisons to everybody everybody from David Crosby to Joni Mitchell. And she has very much a San Francisco influence in her album as well. 
And she's been getting a lot of acclaim. This is really an album that was on a lot of people's radars. And definitely a lot of people have been saying, like, this is one of the best of the year. The question is, Adam, do you agree? I really liked it. <laughs> is it the best yeah, of the yeah. year? I don't know. The year, the yeah. year is young, but yes, I really liked it. Yes. I, I just like to say, yeah, 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 I like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I really like it a lot, too. And I'm glad to hear that you liked it because, quite honestly, this this album took me by surprise. I always like these kind of albums where I really don't know what I'm going in going into it, mm-hmm. like what to expect, because I don't I'm not familiar with any of her previous stuff. Either her the album cover her self titled called Jessica Pratt looks very familiar. Like I've seen that, like that cover before somewhere. Yeah, I feel like, but like you, I didn't know what I was getting into. I was fingering, okay, indie singer songwriter, but it was a lot of just like beautiful acoustic melodies. I really like her voice. Her voice is very, very. Her voice is extremely unique, and it gave me kind of vibes of like Destroyer, mm-hmm. in like you know he's got a very unique voice when he's playing these beautiful melodies on guitar and stuff like that, and it's a very haunting echoing kind of voice and just makes you really like listen more it's like ooh, what is this like it's like a shrill nasally kind of thing i don't know i really liked it though i've i read some comparisons that compared it to like nico or some kind of like french singer mm. and i think the thing that i like about her vocal range is that it could be very small very intimate you know almost kind of like i don't mean this in a bad way like mousy (laughs) yeah it's definitely yeah that's and i mean a bad when i said shrilly but like you know it's got that high pitch kind of like tone to it but it works for like what she's talking about in the songs that she's doing but then she could also become very angelic with her voice too Mm -hmm. like it just becomes almost just this really beautiful serene voice at points on there too i like how she was able to kind of flip on a dime from going from that kind of smaller voice to the, <clears throat> excuse me, to the much wider range of a, uh, of voice. I, I mean, I don't say I want, I don't want to say operatic, but I'm trying to think of the right word here. Yeah, you know what I'm she, talking about. She projects about. at certain points and yeah. makes contact. And it just sounds like angelic almost. Yeah. It's definitely very minimalistic and I love that about it. Yeah. And I think the shorter time frame of the album works in its favor because you don't need to get really long with this. Like it's direct and to the point and very, very intimate. You know, we mm-hmm. had an album that we talked about earlier this year that was intimate as well. This one especially. I loved how she's able to do a lot with less. Yeah. It's very impressive. Any artist that can do that to me, I just find so impressive. The storytelling is rich, and so is the atmosphere on this album. I felt just so involved and into it from the very first song to the last. Yeah. Now, what did you think about her, uh, like, songs and what she was thinking about? Like, what did you take away from it uh, from a lyrical perspective? I feel like she's just very, like, oh, man, how do I describe it? So this album is actually an album of her being in love. And it's interesting because if I didn't read up on that, I wouldn't have really known. Mm. It's definitely one of those kind of albums where the atmosphere doesn't match what you normally would identify with someone being in love. This is someone who's in love and adapting to a new area. Hmm. So I think it also references her from moving from San Francisco to L.A. as well. 
So it's 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 very very interesting. Like I didn't get that vibe the first time I listened. Right, to it. you listen to it, it sounds like a breakup album. Or it does. Like she's right? got her heart broken, but no, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, it's like it's you know pretty much like I know I belong in San Francisco, but I'm here adapting to a new life with somebody who I love, and then in that case, it's a musician Matthew McDermott, not really sure who he is but he plays uh, the piano on the opener of this track really really strong opener yeah the instruments are you know while very simple they sound very beautiful yeah there's definitely a old-fashioned vibe to this like this is one of those kind of albums that like if you had showed it to me i could have believed that it was from the 1960s right yeah it seems like a very like 60s-esque kind of you know like you say, Joni Mitchell kind of album, mm-hmm. yeah. acoustic style. Yeah, I I, mm. I love that intimacy of this record, man. I really really enjoyed this quite a lot. And I'm glad to see it lived up to the hype, and I'm very very interested to go back to her earlier stuff. Yeah. I haven't done that yet at this point, but I plan on doing that. Definitely, I definitely want to check it out too because I really liked what she had here. Cool. Well, I'm really glad you enjoyed it, sir, and yeah. thank you to Ryan for recommending it to us. Yeah, and. Other G4D fans out there, be sure to give us your recommendations too. Um, but we got to give our final thoughts. Oh, yes. Yes. Go so so to close it up, I've really, really enjoyed this album in a way that I think I enjoyed more than any other album this year in a sense. Like it really sucked me in. Hmm. Like I was really brought into her world probably more so than any other album this year. And I just kind of felt like, all right. I'm I'm going to keep on coming back to this album because I'm finding something new every time I listen to it. And that's always the mark of a strong album right there. Mm-hmm. And I love, again, I can't stress that enough. I'm really glad it's short and that's not an insult, but I'm saying like it keeps me coming back for more. It never wears out. It's welcome. This is a singer that gets right to where she needs to be she doesn't need to belabor things she doesn't need to get overly complicated with things you know kind of like they do in the chaka khan album this album knows what it's about and it knows what to accomplish it's in and it's out and it's beautiful it's serene at points it's atmospheric it's intimate it's all those things and that's why for me it's going to get an own it It's interesting. This album, I, when I first went into it, I was kind of reminded of the Sharon Van Etten album that came out earlier this year that we kind of talked about. And while I did like that album, I don't think I got as engrossed in it as I did this one. I feel like, you know, <clears throat> less is more sometimes. And I feel like I felt the impact of this more than that. And I don't want to compare Agreed. the two because they're extremely different albums, but like, I understand what Sharon Van Eden was going for. And while that may not have clicked with me, I think this clicked with me more just because like, I don't know when someone has like a different or unique voice and they're able to present it in a different way that complements their music. I think it connects more because it's like, Oh wow, that's unique and special. So I think that's really what drew me into it. Just her voice itself, because you know, I have a nasally shrill voice sometimes. And I, not that I don't like my voice, but you know, it's one of those things like, okay you know presenting in a new way and i really like that aspect and i think that connected with me a lot so i would say i'd give it a note too sweet yeah 
And going back to your voice, you already know that's not true. Right. Apparently, sick yeah, bra apparently, has a sexy voice. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, take, listen, I'll take it. Listen to <laughs> sick bra. Sick bra will not let you down. Ugh, I right? feel sick bra. Ugh, yeah. Stupid allergies. I know. It's just that time of the year, man. That time of the year. Thankfully, we've got music to get us through it. Amen. It's, it's therapy right now. That's what it is. Yeah. Speaking that's, of uh, music, what are we going to talk about next week? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, that's, that's a very, very good question. Yeah. I don't know what's on the docket this week, so we, we got to do a little bit of uh, Let me tell you research. what, Dream Theater is coming out with something, and I do not want to talk about Dream Theater. <laughs> I was a little bit worried there. Were no, like... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was a good switcheroo right there. No, thank you. First, uh, I thought you were uh, serious, so oh. I'm really glad to hear you're not. <laughs> no. No offense to Dream Theater fans out there. It's yep, just not that, really our cup of tea. So not for me, mate. Not for me, Mike. Not for me, Mike. I'm trying to think what else there I, is. I out feel there. like we could talk about Dream Theater, but like, maybe I don't think we would trash it, but like, I don't know. Well, it might be an interesting discussion. Yeah, that that's what this show is about. But do we really have two hours of free time to listen to it? <laughs> oh my God, two hours! I don't know. That's my guess. It's Dream oh. Theater. Well, I'm sure there's going to be at least one song on there that's over 10 minutes long, oh, right? Oh, easily, if they're all yeah. not over 10 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We'll keep it on the docket. It might be interesting. It might be fun. Yeah. You know? Might get some angry hate mail, you know? <laughs> but it would be worth it, right? <laughs> right. It's it's worth it to get trashed by our fans, right? Oh. We haven't yet, but I imagine that experience is oh, quite fun. You haven't. I have. You have. Yeah, for not really liking the 1975. Oh. I didn't give it a bad review. I gave it a stream it. But, yeah. you know, that's, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people hear that and they don't think that's really a good rating, which. I mean, technically, really, the only bad rating we've given was uh, that Eminem album. Well, and Greta Oof. Van Fleet. Yeah. So, yeah, a leave it. We haven't given too many leave it's and we haven't given too many trash it's. Do we give Eminem a trash it? Uh. Not the recent one, but the one before um, it. Kamikaze. Kamikaze was the no, one. No, Revival. Revival. <clears throat> revival. Yeah, yeah, no, we we, we hated right. Revival. Yeah, that was not so, good. Yeah. No, I, I also had somebody else saying to us, audience member number six, <laughs> was, was saying, how do you, how could you guys not like Moby's play? And it's like. I did uh, not not like it. Yeah, like, I think we gave it a buy it, didn't we? Yeah. How is that a bad rating, too? It's not bad. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hey, look, that's what it's all about, right? Exactly. Differences and talking about us and telling us, you know, oh, I had to stop listening to your podcast because I got so angry. You know, you know. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, <laughs> oh, man. I'm bringing Dahlia. I'm bringing that's a lot of Moby songs I found this great blues sample Now let me repeat it for three minutes straight Oh man no, 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 but seriously, I didn't I didn't hate that album. We really didn't, right? No, it's a good album. Yeah, yeah. We, we try I think we're fair, right? Yeah. I mean, if those of you at home think that we're not fair, you let us know. Tell us now. Yeah, just don't leave an angry review. Only five star reviews. Yeah, and we'll read them on the air and you can be our fan of the week. Yeah. Just like sexy bra. S- uh, is it sexy bra? Sick oh, bra? S- 
sick bras. Sick bras. Sexy bra. Yeah. <laughs> Please, sexy bra is my father. <laughs> I'm bringing sexy bra. Bow, <laughs> Uh, good times. Uh, I, I couldn't help it. Sorry. No, you're good. Well, I look oh, forward. Oh, that's another to... leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man of the woods. Oh man. Actually, I think we gave that a stream. It. Did we? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Can we go? <laughs> if I could turn back time. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Well, sir, I, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Otherwise, we'll have the great fans out there tell us. And we want to hear from you guys. Keep on giving the good stuff to us. We want to hear anything and everything. we got some fun things lined up on the docket very soon that we can't talk about yet. They're all shush. Hush, hush, hush. Don't tell anybody. But we'll be talking about that very, very soon. Hopefully, we'll get some things buttoned up. Have some extra episodes on the docket for you. That, yeah, that's right. More G4D. Yes. Heck yes, G for D. Oh, poor guy. Your, your allergies are really bothering you right oh, now. Dude, I'm like... You're so out of it. What's I'm it like sorry. to be tired constantly? Allergies. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it, man. Hang I feel out of breath just talking sometimes. Oof. Yeah, yeah. You look like you're fading on me. So so we need to wind this down. And more coffee. Yeah, I, I was need... about to say, you went through that cup of coffee really quick there. Yeah, I needed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the caffeine is delayed. Either that, or it's the medicine that's slowing you down. A little bit of both. Yeah, it's all right. We'll we'll be okay, man. We'll get through this together. In the meantime, we'll see you all next time on another episode of G4D, aka Grounds for Discussion. Oh, that's new. I'm trying to mix it up. Are you trying to like shaka con it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keyboard solo. <laughs> Bye. Caffeine induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4Dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.